Very few things are more deadly than an assassin. This is because an assassin is a killer hidden in plain sight. Sometimes the death is instantaneous, like a high-profile assassination. Or it can be a slow poisoning over time that deteriorates the body until it cannot fight back. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes, I present to you one of the deadliest adversaries you will ever face. An adversary you have been facing much longer than you can imagine. I present to you modernity. If you want to hear the anti-modern thesis, search for episode 3. But if you don't think you have the time, another tenet of modernity might I add, then feel free to carry on. You're a smart crowd. After all, you made it this far. Let's get into it. My wife and I were at an event and saw a young couple walk past us, doing their level best to prevent any air from passing between them. My wife gestured at them and asked, remember when we were like that? I was a little thrown off, but soon came back with a winning lie. Something along the lines of, that will pass. Ours is a mature love. My wife was right. She frequently is, even though she thinks I win more often than I lose. I used the clever getaway line to avoid the subtle jab she sent my way. This same argument is used in our churches to justify our poor singing. It is not phrased the same way, but the core argument is the same. We look at videos from a Hillsong worship service or the fire and brimstone aura that can be found at a Pentecostal church near you and pat ourselves on the back because ours is a mature worship. We do not have to scream at the top of our lungs or wake up a sweat. We're not teenagers after all. Passion and singing. It is not lost on the world that passion is expressed through singing. Sports arenas around the world echo this as supporters show their engagement and love for the transpiring events with shouts of joy, sorrow, and agony. More often than not, this is expressed in song. American sports try to manufacture this by getting a DJ to play music and switch things up in order to generate this feeling artificially. One of the greatest exhibitions of the connection between passion and singing can be found at the football stadium in Liverpool. Anfield is known to roar to life when the Reds take to the pitch. Before and after each game, the crowds break into their famous anthem, You Will Never Walk Alone, bringing opponents to attention. The singing lets everyone know that this is not your grandmother's kitchen. This is Anfield. A similar phenomenon can be seen as a young man attempts to serenade his woman, either in polite public or in public isolation. I love to do this in my university days, as I would randomly break into song around my female friends, especially when they were down about a result in class or something else. As they tried to show embarrassment, I would sing even louder as onlookers wondered what was going on. In both cases, singing is meant to communicate something. It communicates both to its subject and to those around it. Granted, one is in passion while the other is in passionate jest. It nevertheless communicates that something is going on. For the critics of the charismatic movement and their singing style, what cannot be denied is that it communicates that something is going on. Nothing to see here. 
Depending on where you sit in the church auditorium, you get to see this on full display as people stand there in time of singing and mouth their words with little to no sound coming out from it. For a lot of us who fit this description, the mandatory masking has been a godsend. Now you don't even need to pretend to move your jaw. Move along, nothing to see here. It goes right over our heads that we are communicating something with our singing. I have spoken to young people who have seen more passion from their parents over chicken showing up on the dinner table than over singing to the Lord their God. Think of the visitor or child in the group who is listening to the muffled mumbles of A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never fading, our helper here amid the flood of mortal years prevailing, but still our ancient fool does seek to work us war. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. The words and spirits of the song are not in line because it seems only the people in that wing over there mean it. Nothing to see here. Perhaps there will be something in the sermon instead. Excuse me, but what about personality? Since we are dealing with modern times, we have to address the issue, the personality issues. I can hear the feedback. Not all of us are religious antagonists like you, Mwansa. I don't shout and scream in public. That is just not my personality. That is a valid response, but it is not a correct one. Personality was made by God. It is a good thing. It shows that we are not cut out to the same character or mere photocopies. However, we must learn to view our personalities as filters rather than lights. The light shines through the filter or the image is seen through the filter. Only in modern times is the filter meant to display something contrary to the image. We must not be modern filters. Tying this to the theme of singing as a communication of something, if our personality negates the thing we are meant to display, then we are placing our personality in the realm it doesn't belong. Much like a reserved man trying to justify his lack of affection towards his wife behind his personality, it is unacceptable for him and it is just unacceptable for us. How should we then sing? Good question. We should start by reading the words we sing, then meaning the words we read. Failure to read is the first line of the problem. Think through the lyrics and ask yourself if you really mean them. If you do, then sing and sing it proud. I was going to say sing it loud, but decided to go for the incremental approach. We'll get to loudness later. But for now, sing it like you mean it. Sing like you want those around you to know that you mean it. Sing it proud. Sing with your chest out and leave the lie of mature love behind. News on Anti-Modern. This week's episode of News on Anti-Modern is brought to you by Consequences. To kick things off, Newton's third law of motion states that for every acting force in nature, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Unless, of course, you are a force to be reckoned with. You heard nothing. Diving straight into it. Now, here's a question. Would you like to have more of your money back that, that that is a silly question of course you do 
This dream could become a reality as the president states that he wants NAPSA to transition towards a partial access model. In a news article by Lusaka Times, presidential spokesperson Anthony Wadia said that the president is aware of the challenges that workers face and is looking for solutions to this. Parsing through the presidential statement, it seems that the president would like for a way for workers to access these funds for capital sourcing and so on and the likes, and that does seem interesting. But of course, it brings the usual problems of money, I suppose. Some will use it for good, some will use it for bad. But at the very least, it would be nice to have more money in my pockets. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Going back to our introductory paragraph about consequences, COVID-19 has proved to be one of the more engrossing, ubiquitous, momentous things that has happened to our generation in quite the amount of time. And we here at Anti-Modern thought it would be prudent to do a retrospective look back at some of the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and the lockdowns that followed them. For instance, this news headline from the newsdiggers, child sexual abuse by relatives was rampant during the COVID-19 lockdown, according to an NGO called Families Are Nations. Anecdotally speaking, this does seem to add up. Listeners to the show will remember that earlier, we did an episode where it was noted that divorce became more rampant at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. And again, anecdotally, we have heard more cases of domestic abuse and all manner of problems and societal issues. On the developmental side, the Road Development Agency Acting Director of Communications and Corporate Affairs, Anthony Moloa, said in an interview with the Newsdiggers that a number of projects were halted at the peak of the pandemic as most foreign contractors could not travel due to lockdown restrictions. Mr. Moloa also stated that the importation of certain materials was affected by the COVID-19 restrictions. Now, to prove to our detractors once and for all that we here at Anti-Modern are men of culture. <laughs> that was an inappropriate joke, but uh, in all seriousness, we went ahead and looked at some of the statistics that are out there, and uh, here's what we found. From a paper titled The Economic and Social Impact of COVID-19 in Zambia by Alemayahu Geta, Professor of Economics, Department of Economics at Addis Ababa University, for the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development, UNCTAD, we found the following. GDP growth percentage in 2019 was at 1.9% and as of Q4 in 2020 shrank to negative 1.7%. On the other hand though, copper prices realized, that is growth percentage, was at negative 5.8% as of the end of 2019 and as of Q4 2020 was at 8.24%, which is an increase. Inflation as a percentage at the end of 2019 was at 11.7% and as of Q4 in 2020 was at 19.2%. And here's one that most of us acutely felt. The trading rate for the kwacha as of the end of 2019 was at 12.9 kwacha, but as of the end of 2020 it was at 21.1 kwacha. Domestic percentage GDP shrank from 31.7% in 2019 to 7.5% in 2020 Q4. And external percentage GDP growth rate of stock as in 2020 was at 59.9% as of the end of 2019 and ended up at 3.2% by the end of 2020. All in all, the lockdowns did have very negative effects, but you'd have to be an ingrate to not admit that God spared our country exceedingly more than we deserved. Now, in a completely unrelated news item, influenza broke into Nusaka. Hey, hey, I... I I think I had that. Did you have that too? 
Sounds like some sort of advert that used to come on the news on ZNBC quite a while ago. Those who know, know what I'm talking about. And also, couldn't this have been the disease of unnamed origin moving along? Now, in an interview with Newsdiggers, pharmacist Jerome Kanika said that the internet has worsened misconceptions about COVID vaccines. Um, yay? I, I have great confusion. Anyways, Mr. Kanika further stated that the coming of social media has made many people have doubts about the vaccines. I don't know. Could, could there be a reason, a genuine reason why though? <coughs> Denmark, Norway, Iceland, Japan, Latvia, Sweden, Slovenia, Luxembourg, Portugal, Thailand, Cyprus, Spain, Italy, France, Germany, Indonesia, the Netherlands, Ireland, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Bulgaria. Moving along now to the corruption fight. Well, we'll review news from around the country. First off, a headline from Mwebantu, dated May 3rd. Kabushi PF member of parliament, Boman Nusambo, has been nabbed from the Lusaka Magistrates Court where he was appearing for mentioning in a case where he is jointly charged with his wife Nancy for 10 counts of possession or properties suspected of being proceeds of crime. In another headline from Webantu, Paul Mandusambo arrested for allegedly interfering with a witness. The news item is dated May 3rd. On May 5th, Mr. Lusambo was granted 20,000 kwacha cash as bail as he denies attempting to interfere with three witnesses. Once again from Webantu. Now, on the somewhat flip side, the Lusaka Magistrates Court has halted the seizure of former Minister of Infrastructure Ronald Chitotela's properties issued by the Anti-Corruption Commission last week. Talk about a twist of fate, eh? Now, in another interesting twist of fate, the Anti-Corruption Commission on May 4th recorded a warn and caution statement from two High Court judges over alleged interference with witnesses during the pending proceedings of the Judicial Complaints Commission. We're here, ladies and gentlemen, it's come full circle. From Mwebantu, dated May 5th, former Secretary of the Treasury, Fred Sonyamba, arrested for alleged corrupt practices involving over 33 million US dollars. This is coming from Mwebantu, and the arrest was made by the Anti-Corruption Commission. Another news item from Mwebantu. Former Permanent Secretary at the Ministry of Education, Patrick Nkanza, has been arrested by the Anti-Corruption Commission for corrupt practices involving over 200 million kwacha. This, of course, involves the controversial construction of the FTJ University. On a side note here, I don't think I have ever seen 200 million anything. And finally, on this part of the segment, the President of the Republic of Zambia, Hagaende Hichilema, as of May 6th, removed Judge Joshua Banda from office. According to a news article from the Newsdiggers, the statement was issued by a presidential spokesperson Anthony Walia and says that the president was acting on the recommendations in the report which was presented to him by the Judicial Complaints Commission earlier that day. Now moving along to the military. The month of May did present some rather interesting discussions about the military, more specifically military bases. For instance, a news item from Zambia Reports dated May 3rd Zambia has no intention of establishing or housing any military bases from the defense minister. This came on the heels of chatter from the internet that Zambia was intending on housing a military base on her soil through the USA African Command, that's AFRICOM, for those seated in the back. The defense minister asserted that on the contrary, the office being created is one for security cooperation which will be based at the US embassy in Lusaka. Now, I don't know about you, but I like horses and I like Greek mythology. Moving along. Now, for something rather interesting, 
Development Bank of Zambia Board Chairman Noah Kakoma says the country should consider establishing a Lusaka Metal Exchange. That is interesting, I guess. Why don't we set up a Roomba Exchange in that case? Terrible jokes aside, that would be a very interesting thing to see. And uh, let's see if anything comes of it. And for our final news segment, to begin with, a quote. Memento homo, kia pulvis es, et in pulverem revertiris. This is a Latin quote from Genesis chapter 6 verse 19, which says, Remember man, you are dust, and to dust you will return. On May the 3rd, 2022, former finance minister and veteran politician, Honorable Alexander Chikwanda, died. In a news item from ZNBC, Mr. Chikwanda was first appointed into government as Minister of State in the office of the First President Kenneth Kaunda in 1970-1971 and later as Minister of State for Development and Planning from 1971-1972. to Mr. Chikwanda's first appointment as full cabinet minister was in 1972 when he was elevated to the position of Minister of Health and held his portfolio until 1973. Mr. Chikwanda served as Minister of Planning and Finance, after which he was transferred to serve as Minister of Local Government and Housing from 1976 to 1977. In 1977, he served as Minister of Lands and Agriculture until 1976, and from 1979 to 1980, he served as Minister of Agriculture and Water Development. Mr. Chikwanda was nominated Member of Parliament in 2011 by the 5th President Michael Sata and later in 2015 by the 60th President Edgar Lungo. During a period he served as Minister of Finance until 2016. In keeping with this, our Bible reading this week comes from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12 from verse 1 to 8 then from verse 13 to 14 which reads, Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened and the colors return after the rain. In the day when the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men are bent and the grinders cease because they are few and those who look through the windows are dimmed and the doors on the street are shut. When the sound of the grinding is low and one rises up at the sound of a bird, and all the daughters of song are brought low. They are afraid also of what is high, and terrors are in the way. The almond tree blossoms, and the grasshopper drags itself along, and desire falls, because man is going to his eternal home, and the mourners go about the streets. Before the silver cord is snapped, or the golden bowl is broken, or the pitcher is shattered, at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. All is vanity. The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. And the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Thank you for joining us on News and Anti-Modern. And until next time, take care. All right. Uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, as you may have noticed, this is not Monsa's voice. <laughs> uh, and uh, the laughter is clearly not Monsa's laughter either. Uh, the voice is the voice of someone who's free of the virus of unknown origin. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
And so is the laughter. <laughs> uh, now, without further ado, uh, this is Mumbi. Uh, I'm sure most of you know uh, me from the news segment. I am the news guy. And uh, the special guest, for those who follow uh, the episodes, uh, this is Chilambo. He, he, he did a, a rather intriguing segment about the aspect of debt. And uh, today he was filling in for Mwansa because uh, as, uh, as, as those uh, may have picked up already by now, uh, Mwansa is suffering uh, from a disease of unknown origin um, or has been bewitched. We, we, we'll never, we'll <laughs> we'll, never really you, know. You're never quite sure of these things. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can't really know. The, the symptoms are about the same. <laughs> yeah, so I think, uh, what, what, what uh, Chiramu and I, has, <clears throat> who are bouncing around ideas, we came to the conclusion that, you know, let's just do a, maybe a post-episode discussion. I think one of the things that we... Uh, we, we we talked about in 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 our episode today is is, is about singing, it's about praise, and uh, for those who are come from more <coughs> conservative-minded churches, uh, not from the liberal churches, from the more conservative churches, you you notice that the the form of the service, it's it's usually uh, I don't know if you would agree with me on this one, but it's usually very formal, very dignified, very. <laughs> Uh, respectable. Yes, yes, that is the word. That is the word. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think just uh, to kick this off, I to throw this one to you, Chinambo. What, what? How do we end up there? Uh, what do you think happens that we, we actually end up there? I I think how we find ourselves there primarily is overcorrection. Huh. So we don't have, we we don't read our Bibles, and so we we think uh, the correct thing to do is not that. So we look at charismatic teachers and we're thinking, okay, we, we have issues with what's going on there. We don't know exactly what we've got an issue with, but we just know we don't want to look like them. Uh-huh. And so I don't know if you've heard the joke that uh, every Baptist, every good Baptist, someone has three points. If it goes beyond three, then you're beginning to do uh, wrong things. You're trading dangerous waters. <laughs> 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 and, and, and it's funny because both, both of us are three points and... and the, the fact that some people think that's like an unwritten rule, which mm. is, I think for me is an indicator that we are trying to overcorrect. Yes. Yeah, yes. we're trying to overcorrect. So I, yeah, I think yes. primarily how we got here is overcorrection. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you've raised a very, very good point there. Um, there, there are things that, uh, you know, probably previous generations did as a matter of precaution, maybe against, mm-hmm. the, maybe they were correcting for something specific mm-hmm. that happened then, and somehow, somehow it's now tradition, you know. Yeah, uh, I think I, I, you, you remind me of a joke uh, Pastor Mbewa did some time ago. Where he, he said something to the effect of, "You know, it's 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 one thing when 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 you are when you are when you when you when you are doing music, it's okay if music is coming out of the piano like that, but just put some drums." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I have to, I have to, somewhere in my mind, I have to like, um, I have to reconcile these two ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it's fine if it's coming out of that instrument. You know, it's somehow more holy. Mm-hmm, if someone's mm-hmm. using the fingers to to play on the key, maybe the, the the keyboard is a lot more like an organ or piano. Yeah. Um. But to to be completely fair, and to to look on the other side, uh, what do you think uh, tends to cause churches to? Because if if you are overcorrecting, you are, there is obviously some sort of correction for something, right? Yes, yes. What yes. is this something? Uh good question. What is the something that's being overcorrected? I think the um, particularly with our charismatic brethren, it's the overemphasis on the Holy Spirit. 
So you are going the entire service. Uh, well, I, I, well, I would I would be the wrong person to to say this because again, I've I've had only a handful of experiences, mm. a handful of experience in charismatic churches. But I think um, as an outsider looking in, it might be this emphasis, this over emphasis on the Holy Spirit. No, come, we we have the Holy Spirit here. We we'll sort out your marital problems. Come with the Holy Spirit here. We will heal your diseases. We've got the Holy Spirit here. You know, you can feel the presence of the Spirit when you enter church. <laughs> there, there was a guy um, a couple of years ago who, you know how people always shake when they're touched? I don't know how they shake, but, you know, they're always shaking. And so there's a guy who tried to manufacture that artificially. And so he had like a battery. I don't know if you ever saw the story. He had a battery wrapped around his clothes. Or something wow. Like that. And so when wow. you touched them, like you would literally feel something going on. And then he was found <laughs> that he was... Uh, Charging people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Electrically. Wow. So, yeah, so I think the, the over, what's, what's being overcorrected, uh, to come back to your question, is uh. an overemphasis on the Holy Spirit. Uh. And so, I, 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 and, and that overemphasis is demonstrated through all the pomp and circumstance that we usually see us uh. in those teachers. Yeah. Okay. What, 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 what do you think is the, is the cause? Um... Uh, uh, not to be the guy who said, I think what you said is actually very good. <laughs> but, uh, okay, but there, there, there clearly have been some problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it is probably the, the, that's that's the one side of things, you know, where uh, people will, will pick up a concept from the Bible and really, really run with it. You yeah. know, it's like it's it's the power, the power. Uh, yes, there's power here. <laughs> I need power. I should do something about this power. Okay, you know what about repentance and obedience? Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Power, power. The spirit. You know, <laughs> there is that. Um, but on the on the on, on the on the other end of things, I think uh, there there is a tendency by us Christians to really want to be liked by the world. I I think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm thinking of uh, I don't even know if I should mention uh, names. Uh, but uh, but I'm thinking of like the, the, on the topic of uh, evolution and and so on and the likes. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 we do have um, uh, Christians who, uh, I, 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 you know, they, they are not on my in my church. Maybe they are there <laughs> in secret. But we, we, we do have um, theistic evolutionists. I think the uh, most uh, for for those who are not list, uh, who are who may be Catholic who listen to this. Uh, you may want to check uh, on on, your, on the the the, Rome, the official Roman Catholic position on evolution, but there are churches that believe that you know we we really come from like these monkeys or, or monkey-like creatures or you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Reddit atheism keeps bringing up these days, but I think there there is there is there is a branch of Christians that would want to more or less appeal to that. Okay. Uh, to, to that to that type of uh, attitude, or maybe not even that. The maybe like um, let's not go to Hillsong. We we don't want to lose us <laughs> half of our subscribership. <laughs> uh, but okay, there the, 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 there is uh, something about us Christians that really wants to be cool mm-hmm. uh, with with the world, and there there are people who do go that direction. They go too far, and I think when in a lot of the cases, when we, when 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 those of us who are a lot more conservative do look at something like that, I think that the first instinct is to to say that 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 is bad. I should do everything to avoid that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a direct result, we, we we sometimes do avoid some things that are actually quite helpful. You know. Yeah. Um. 
we start to cede ground, uh, you know, to, to, to relinquish ground to, 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 to godless paganism mm-hmm. as a direct result. So the sciences, which were largely dominated by Christians for like hundreds and hundreds of years, mm-hmm. uh, modern sciences as we understand them right now, uh, pioneered, uh, really moved forward by solid Christian men who did it explicitly because they were Christian. Yeah. Uh, but because maybe, you know, uh, things like, uh, you know, the theistic evolution and so on and the likes, and in wanting to avoid that, uh, it, it's more or less seen as a taboo to, to, to go into, like, philosophies or sciences. I think that's, that's, that's probably one, one of the reasons that I, I do think of that. It's, uh, it, it goes back to overcorrection, but I think it's overcorrection in, in, in both of these. Now... Uh, a question for you, though, Chilambo, in this case. Uh-huh. Um, there, there is obviously the danger of the middle ground. Uh, I, I think of uh, I think of a, a, a passage in Revelation. I, it's, it's, prob- it's probably not applicable to this context, but I think it helps frame things together. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Jesus' crit- critique of uh, the, the Church of uh, Laodicea is, 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 is I, I would rather you are hot or cold. Now, of course, hot or cold in this case doesn't mean I'd rather you are just pure evil or pure good. No, I'd rather you are something at least rather than mm-hmm. just straddling. Ah, you never know. You know, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, so there, there is the danger of using the middle ground as an an excuse for not having a position. How would you address uh, this type of uh, uh, concern? Uh, I think it depends on what your middle ground is. So. Uh, as someone who we both listen to, as, as uh, has been not has been known to say, there is a ditch on both sides of the road. Uh. So um, you could overcorrect and fall on the left. You could overcorrect and fall on the right. But ultimately, there is a ditch on both sides of the road. So the middle. So to avoid the middle ground from being uh, an excuse for not having a position, like how we treat eschatology. Uh. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, sorry for, he was right there. I so apologize for listeners. For listeners, out there, the, the man has just the, the man has basically stabbed me at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how to avoid the middle ground from being uh, an excuse for not having a position is by letting scripture be your middle ground. Mm. So if you're letting, if you're letting, if you're finding the balance position, by what, if, if the balance position is what the Bible is saying, then you avoid going to one extreme where I just saying, I don't want to be what, like those guys. And mm-hmm. so I will be uh, without as devoid of the spirit as possible. And you, you and then if you, on the other side, as well, you, avoid, you avoid the mistake of saying, oh no, because I don't want to seem as if there is no life in this church. I'm going to try and do everything except. Uh, be like those guys. I'm going to have as many ten point sermons as I possibly can <laughs> in the three hours given to me, so that I don't seem like I don't have the spirit like those guys over there. You know. Yes, yes. Keeping the three hour music service, but carry on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, yeah so, I think that's what I would recommend. I think um, reading your Bible and and trying to see how it fits in your mm. everyday in your day to day living, like trying to get principles of that, and then living those out in a day to day life. That's how you avoid. Um, not, first of all, it gives you a position, and then it it avoids you saying, and because I'm in the middle, I have no position. That is true. I think uh, another quote by someone uh, you and I both uh, listen to, maybe from time to time. Uh, it's not it's not about whether 
it's which. Exactly, exactly. You know, exactly. It's, 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 not, it's not about whether. It's not about whether you're going to have a position. It's about which position you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ultimately, there is no middle ground per se. And I think um, as Christians, uh, the hint should be in the word Christians, we are followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus has a standard. And we should uh, try as much as possible to, to, to follow that. Not, not that all of us are going to agree. I'm sure there are many, many godly people in all sorts of uh, uh, branches of Christianity. I, you know, I believe there are people who are more charismatic leaning, but are very solid people. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if, uh, if, if, you know, if, if for some reason the tables turned, there was the, the mark of the beast type situation. Those are the people <laughs> who, who die with you. you know, yeah, for Christ, yeah you know? definitely. And, and I'm, on the, on the more conservative side, but I think uh, for, for those of us who are on the more conservative side, uh, one of the biggest fears, and I think this will be the, the uh, our last question, our last uh, discussion point. One of the biggest um, uh, worries, and it's a valid, it's a legitimate. Is the argument of the slippery slope? Uh, is the argument to say if you bring this, then that? Now, obviously there there are, there are fallacious ways of. Um, I hope I used that word correctly. But there, 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 there are wrong ways of, uh, you know, reasoning out a slippery slope. There are there are logical ways, of course. There is okay, fine. If you let this Pandora's box open, uh, your children will be dressed in drag a couple of years from now and you know as we've seen in certain countries that we cannot mention <laughs> we, we can but we you know we, we want to be cheeky about it <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so how, how do you like address the the, the, the topic of drift because uh, that, that, that is quite that, that is one of the biggest points that we, we can't just dismiss it to say ah you're worried about nothing there's clearly a worry there uh, so how do you think we, we we correct for that so how do you uh how how would I address the the, the idea that uh, if we accept if we if we concede this point we will we will drift off into into those things exactly okay exactly. okay uh, at the risk of quoting a scripture out of context uh, I'm, I'm going to say Hebrews two starts off by saying we must pay therefore we must pay much closer attention to these things lest we drift. Mm. And they therefore comes after an entire discussion on who Jesus is and his significance, and mm. his and Paul, well, I don't want to say Paul, but the the guy who wrote the Hebrew the book the the book to Hebrews, um, mm. who I think is Paul, said, uh, pay attention to that, and that paying that paying close attention to those things will help you uh, to to drift. And I think, and granted, in that context, he's talking about salvation. Um, but I think how to avoid drift is the same thing. You you focus on the fundamentals. You 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 have a strong, solid fundamental foundation, and then from there you build. Um, in in high school, uh, the 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 team of the basketball coach would would if you're a beginner would be extremely upset with you if you made the shot but had horrible form. So you've done three steps for your layup, and then somehow suddenly the 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 boys in the is in the basket, but then. If you are like uh, a senior player, um, your form is good. He's working that already, but then now he begins saying, "You know, add, add, add flair to your thing. You know, touch the backboard or um, dunk and things like that." And the idea is the same everywhere. You, when you get the fundamentals right, it's now easy to begin addressing these other things. But if you are starting with secondary issues, um, like for instance, uh, what would, a secondary issue would be 
uh yeah the, no 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 it, we should just have more life or we should tone down the life as opposed to dealing with a fundamental issue of okay what's your relationship with god and then now how does that and how is that now expressed in your singing do you love him do you mean the words you're singing um that's when now things begin to enter the head and, and, and that's how you begin drifting off chasing all the wrong uh entering all the, all, all the wrong rabbit holes expecting to find a rabbit which has long since dribbled you and disappeared to mm-hmm. overuse the metaphor there um, but yeah i think i think the, the the way to avoid drift is focus on the fundamentals um solve the, actually solve the problem mm-hmm. and then from there begin you know addressing the more cosmetic issues that that, that would be my take on it Yeah, that is, I mean, that is, that is I, on the other hand, believe Paul wrote Hebrews. Uh, <laughs> That's because you're saved, Mumbi. You like uh, other saved, unlike some saved and saved people who are doubting what we all know to be true. Uh, if, 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 if we really wanted to, if we really wanted to throw it and and really antagonize people, uh-huh. would put on a monaco, a top hat, put on a fake mustache, and go, oh, these unwashed asses. <laughs> believe that it was written <laughs> by somebody <laughs> yeah um i think uh, this is this is obviously a topic that will not be solved in one night but yeah. i think it's been a, it's been a rather interesting uh, point of discussion um we, we do not need a third way because ultimately there is only one way um We are, we are we are human beings we we do not always get it perfect yeah and um i think that's one of the reasons uh, the the reformer said semper reformata you know it's there's that aspect of we are always reforming not but we're not just reforming for the sake of reforming there, there is a standard and yes. if we come to the discovery that no this standard does not allow for this we repent of that and we follow because ultimately um our job and our duty our fulfillment and our life as Christians is to follow Christ as faithfully as we are, as, 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 as is possible and as our consciences allow. Um, thank, I thank you very much, Chilambo, for one, filling in for uh, you who shall not be named, <laughs> who is suffering from a disease of, of unknown, unknown origin. <laughs> we, 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 we can't know. It's not possible to know where the disease came from. Could have been witchcraft. We're still in Africa. Uh, but well, I, that he actually you. has the disease because uh, the number one symptom is not having any symptom. No, no not having any. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but but I, I also did notice that he he, he he seems to be enjoying country music a lot as of late. <laughs> And you know that the very first symptom of the disease of unknown origin is a lack of taste. <laughs> anyway, before we lose any more <laughs> before we lose any more subscribers, thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you Chilambu for filling in for Mansa and for joining for this discussion. Thank you for joining us and until next time. Take care.